Well, anyway, what's up, hoes? Hey. What's happening, bitches and hoes? Hey, what's, what's going on? on? Drink, drinking my breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You haven't eaten nothing. breakfast. I had cereal. I had McDonald's. So. <laughs> I had tequila. <laughs> so, we got up early and went to the store. So, well, I did. Yeah. And got food. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. nice. How's the Airbnb? The Airbnb is really nice. Mm-hmm. I really like this Airbnb a lot. Like, it's really chill. It's quiet. It's in a quiet That's why we can't be loud, I guess. Yeah. It's really quiet. But they have everything in there, too. Like, usually when I go to Airbnbs, they never have, like, enough towels and shit. Like, there's, like, 20 towels in my (laughs) Because it's a literal, like, five-bedroom, isn't it? And we have a washer and dryer so we can wash. Correct. Mm -hmm. I really like it a lot. And there's a steam room. Yeah, the steam room. Did you go in there? We haven't, but Isabel did. And she loved it so much. Yeah. And she said she had a whole concert in there. Oh, I so bet. So I'm ready for yeah. that. But That's we were amazing. saying that has to be like the absolute last yeah, you're gonna melt. thing that Mo- we everything. all do. But we're all going to do it. We're I'm here. definitely going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> because that to me is like, just a COVID incubator in my <laughs> yeah, brain. That's true. Like there is but no. So air. you want to do like a a single like photo shoot in there? Yes. That would so look really tomorrow, cute though with the steam. Yes. Tomorrow when I do my day with as the last thing that I'll do is go in there and do individual pics. I think I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna do individual pics in there. Yeah. That'll look cute. Yep. Because I need some nude pics anyways, so that yeah. would look really cute in the steam room. Fuck yeah, it really would. Yeah. You would, and you definitely have to get her to do it. Yeah. She could like, oh yeah, that was she's gonna be so fire. Good. I've already bought some more pictures from her today. I'm like, you know what? Let me buy like ten more pictures. I'm so excited for today. I'm excited. Good. She is going. I'm telling you, like I told her, I'm like, look, I don't know how to pose. <laughs> I feel like my face looks awkward every time I do because anytime I've shot with other, well, I've just had bad experiences with photographers. Like the first photographer I ever shot with, this was like when I first started doing OnlyFans in 2018. And he had this like really like popping Instagram page where he would just shoot like Instagram models and shit like that. And this girl that I used to be cool with, she had like almost like 500,000 followers. And so he offered her a free photo shoot in exchange for promo on her page. So he did like cute editing and stuff like that. So we were like, okay, let's, I would just went with her just to be like supportive. He was like, no, like you're cute. Do you want to take some like pictures too? So I was like, fuck it. So she had extra lingerie. So I put some on, but he was like this older man. He was like 45 and he was just so creepy. Like, yeah, no. And that like, that was my first time doing a photo shoot. The lingerie that I had literally had like my coochie out and he kept telling me like, spread open, do this and do that. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. And, but this was like before I even knew about like release forms, all mm, that shit. Yeah. I didn't fucking know about that shit at that time. Right. So, he was like, I'm going to send you guys all this stuff once I'm done editing. He only sent us one photo each. Yeah, Mind you, he took hella Yay. shit. And he had an OnlyFans at that time. So I'm pretty sure that he posted all of that shit on his OnlyFans page and we never got to see it. That's wild. He only sent us one photo. That was it. It really sucks because I feel like there needs to be some kind of orientation class for like people in the industry. Yeah. Like especially people who do porn and especially people who do full service. Actually everybody because I was going to say even strippers too and even sugar babies. Like literally everyone. There needs to be like a baseline orientation class of like here's how you vet someone. Here's how you set up a photo shoot and here's what you are allowed to set boundaries around. I mean like because when you go into it you don't know unless you have like 
I don't know, mentors or some shit. Yeah. And a lot of us don't. So then we end up in these kind of shitty situations. And it could have totally been, that could have been, that could have not happened yeah. had you have had like a one-on-one class that was like, hey, when you try to set up a photo shoot, ask around for references about the photographer. Make sure other girls have had good experiences. Here's the contracts and shit you need to get prepared and have them sign yeah. before. Bring your laptop so that he can send you the photos mm-hmm. immediately. Like there's so many things that I feel like we all need to know and don't learn until we learn it the hard way. And yeah. also it sucks because a lot of like these male photographers get Instagram famous for shooting like all of these IG models mm-hmm. and they get like a lot of followers. So someone who doesn't like know this will just see like, oh, they have a lot of followers. They must be trustworthy. Right. I'm going to just right. go ahead and like shoot with them or whatever the fuck. And the yeah. whole time he's a creep. The right. whole yes. time he's what of the men all... photographers are not creeps? Right. Literally. There's yeah. a lot of them who like will be like, I'm not going to give you shit unless you they'll like they'll have girls pay them and be like, I'm not going to give you shit unless you fuck me or yeah. like give me some head or something. So I it's know like, what the hell for a fact that like 2020 photography, he's a creep and he. So this is the thing, because there's part of it where it's like you don't want to shame the women involved because either they don't know any better and or they're just making these decisions because that's the decisions they want to make. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, yeah, you're making a bad decision. But like girls will pay 2020 to shoot and then he'll or they will figure out a way to still have sex and then he won't send the content and you know or it's like it's tricky around getting the content or he takes forever. You know, it's just like and then I heard that um, uh, Face T, Facet, I don't know Facet. how Facet. Mm-hmm. I heard that he he brings his, I don't know if it's cousin or brother, but some male relative like and they like get bitches drunk and then essentially like assault them. That's it's like crazy because it feels like there's no safe space for anybody to actually like share these things and Correct. talk about it. So then that way we all know. But then it also feels like I know women like you all who are, you know, and, and a lot of the girls that we know, I feel like that are willing to call people out and, right. you know. Sometimes. Sometimes because. Kind of. <laughs> it's learning. I also know that that dude, uh, was Al Cole Studios. Oh my God, yeah. is a big ass creep. Yeah. Like multiple girls have, have, have come forward yeah. and said weird shit about him. Yeah. The it's thing sad. about the thing is there there is no safe space. Right. Because even for the people who are, I don't even know how we want to phrase it, like who would lean towards like outing people, mm-hmm. that shit is fucking hard and scary mm-hmm. and also not very successful most of the time. Because people are still gonna work with them. Right. Still gonna work with them and then are still gonna pass judgment on you for however the situation right. went. Right. And then there's also people who probably just like they know what the deal is. And don't and give a fuck. They don't give a fuck because they just Want the clout, period. Yeah. Correct. Like, so let's maybe have a little bit of a conversation about a colleague. Nas. Mm. <laughs> so he is a former colleague of ours. And mm-hmm. I guess I would maybe even former friend. And um, has treated a, a, a fellow colleague it very inappropriately, very unethically. Mm-hmm. And she talked about it publicly, to my knowledge. Yeah. And we, as a group, like, don't really fuck with him anymore. Right. But bitches continue to shoot with him because they know that it's clout. Like, they're going to get—it's a cash grab for them. And so there's also this thing about, like, like principles and, like, standards. And, like, for me, at least, like, my principles say— 
me not fucking with you and you do something, you doing something unethical outweighs that I could make 10 bands exactly. with you right. or something. Because you can still make 10 bands without him. Correct. Yeah. He's, not, he's not actually needed mm-hmm. right. <laughs> at all. So... So it's a hard. I feel like it's, a, but and then there's. I feel like there's some girls who would say, "But I can't make ten right. minutes without him." Period. So then it's like, yeah. And so in in my brain, I'm like, I get it, but also I don't get it. But also I get it, but I don't. Yeah, I it's it's. <laughs> I I don't know if we said this yesterday or if I said this talking to somebody today. I don't know, but like, world peace is never gonna happen, right? Because like <laughs> right. we are not on the same page. Like, at there, all. It's just, we are never gonna get go- free. It's not gonna happen because. The lightness can't exist without the dark. Like, it just, the yin and the yang, like, it has to exist. So, like, we, once again, like we said last episode, you have to worry about yourself. Like, yeah. you have to do your part and do what's right for you. Yeah. And have to, I don't know if believe is the word that, like, it's gonna, not to even say that you want it to come back on them or whatever the case is. Like, they may have their own internal shit that they're yeah. dealing with because they, like, how do you sleep at night? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been wondering. The same thing with the other dude. What's his name? Troy Francisco. Yeah. How many bitches have came forward yeah. and said that this man has done X, Y, and Z and every day it's a new bitch yep. riding his dick. And I'm yep. just like, the dick can't be that good, y'all. No. Like, it's not. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's. I don't understand. I don't really understand either. Especially because there's, there's so many men who want to be in the industry, number one, right? And number two, like, there is, like, I guess you can find... Well, never mind. I was going to say, you could find a, 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 a good meal, but you know what? Never <laughs> you can't. mind. Because I was going to say, that. I don't work with men. None of, <laughs> right? <that's, laughs> none of us do. We don't. No. Why? And why? Because and I, every single person that I know that has done content with men, has shot anything with men, regrets it. Yep. I regret every single thing that I've done with the man on camera. I, re- I wish I could take that shit back. It was not worth it. Right. It did not bring me the money that it brought me when I worked with women at all. Yep. It did not give me any clout. It didn't help me at all. Yep. So it was literally pointless for me to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like so and many women and a risk. Right. And I feel like so many women that I know will say the same shit. Like, I'm never shooting with the man again. It's not, yep. there's no point. I don't know. Do I know? I feel like Bad Kitty, I've had this conversation probably with Bad Kitty a couple of times. And I feel like her and I's, not to circle back to white men again, but her and I's conversation was the only people that she's had decent experiences with in the industry that she doesn't feel like exploited or whatever is with white men. And part of it also is that I think that they're mostly like subs or sub adjacent. Mm -hmm, So there's like mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, context mm -hmm, too. mm -hmm. But she's the only person I can even think of who is like, yeah, this is maybe somebody you, everybody else is like, fuck no. Absolutely fucking not. Never again. Terrible experience. I just did a um, IG live with um, Kimora Jade. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this too. She said that she shot with a couple of men in the industry and had a terrible fucking time. It's like... Because it's not... It's not successful. It does not bring you more money. It does not at all. Like, I will make more money with my dildo Mm -hmm. than I will with a man. Yep. I I don't have much experience in, you know, filming with men at all. But just congratulations. Right. (laughs) But just... Recently, especially being in just close proximity with men and trying to just reason with them on anything is no, like, it's a nightmare. What am I doing? Like, what it just, I just feel like I'm wasting my time having any kind of somewhat intellectual, not even an intellectual conversation, just like a conversation. Like baseline, it's, anything. It, 
it hurt. It's like um, nails to a chalkboard. Yes. It's like... Not it hurts to talk to men. <laughs> no, I'm really serious. And I think it's a big part of me being so removed. Like, yeah. I just haven't had to in so long. And so, it is... I I don't like to. I don't like to. And don't. It's not... And don't. It's not... It's know. not worth it. <laughs> and you know what? So one of the things that I've been thinking about, which like is related to this, but also like kind of veering off, is what like the process of I don't know if getting over is the right word, but like shitty men and then like the aftermath of that. Okay. So the other day I was in my crib and I was thinking about how like I miss dancing and like I don't really miss being in clubs, but I miss like getting drunk and, like, being with people and, like, yeah. the feeling of being drunk and dancing to me is, like, one of the most fun things ever. And, and it so, don't hit the same when you by yourself. Right. At fucking all. Right. And it doesn't hit the same trying to do some Zoom fucking <laughs> right. dance party. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit. Like, I've done that and it's, like, cool. It's a good filler, but that shit does not hit the same. Right. It just doesn't. So, right. I was in my house and I was thinking about that. And so, I, like, put on my TV, like, um, lights, you know, like it would be in a club mm-hmm. and then I like turn the lights off and then I blast the music really loud and had like a little dance party with myself. But the whole time, what kept coming up for me was I was thinking about how not my last ex, but the ex before that, if he would have been there with me, we would have had so much mm-hmm. fun just me and him. Right. Because he was just a fun ass nigga and we could do the most silliest shit or the most basic shit, but it would just be, be fun. so fucking fun. Right. And then because I'm drunk and I'm feeling more impulsive and I'm like, oh, less, you know, like we say in the last episode, conscious, like you're less conscious. Right, 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 right. I was like, I should text him and just see what, what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, thank God. But good job. Yes. It's one of those moments also where it's just like thinking about the moving forward piece and like, moving forward. Like, I think we talk a lot about, like, divesting from men and, like, Mm -hmm. the process. And moments like that are the moments I feel like are hard for me. Yeah. Because that actually, and I hate to say it, that actually is a moment where I'm like, it would be nice to have. That man was fun. Yeah. 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 That man was fun. He was fine. We had a good-ass time. I think it's all in, like, I don't know, chopping it up to, like, where you are today. Like, you know, you can look back and take that moment and enjoy it. Which is what I did. For the moment. Yes. And Did a little nostalgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did a little reflecting. Did a little happy, nice cry. But then nice you cry. realize, like, you're not with him for a reason. Better like, off. Is it's a fucking Bitches reason are why. Yes. <laughs> like, 100% better off. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I feel you. Like, I, I feel like I'm the same way. And I'll get in my feelings and I'll be like, damn, we used to have so much fun together and mm-hmm. we used to do all these things. But it's like, was it really right. worth all this shit no. though? It wasn't. And no. then, it and, wasn't. And then you just reality check. And that's yeah. really yeah. what happens. And you yeah. snap the fuck back into it. Like, nope. But, right. You start thinking about all the fucked up shit. Like, hold on now. Yep. The scale is tipping in one in one direction. Yeah, because it was like, oh, we would have so much fun together. And also, uh, he and I went to Vegas. So being here in Vegas also oh, made it more, even you. more. Yeah. Because yeah. again, we could go out to like the white clubs where it and would just be fun. weird white people doing coke and like listening to, and we would have so much fucking just, fun. Just right. y'all. So I was just like, oh, we're, I was, and then I was like, and also, this man stole my car. Okay. And also, <laughs> oh, this man, 
Um, I had to get a restraining order because he would not leave me alone. And also, when I served in the restraining order, I had to, like, trick him into it. And then he, like, called me and came straight to my house, even though I had just served him a restraining order. Oh, and then this man um, slept outside of my house for two weeks because yeah. I tried to break up with him. Oh, and yeah. then he told everybody that I made him homeless because he chose to sleep outside of my house. Like, right, I started exactly. to just go through all of the right. fucking other pieces, and I'm like, and this is why we don't call him. <laughs> this is why. Ben's back over, so shaking my ass again. <laughs> yeah, I, feel like, I feel like when you're drunk and by yourself as well, it's just very dangerous. It is. Like, because you really will be in your feelings for no fucking reason, mm-hmm. thinking about everything. Like, that happened to me, like, recently. I was by myself drinking, and I was thinking about this dude that I had been fucking with for, like, two years. Mind you, like, a week before, he literally, like, came to my apartment, threatening to, like, be my ass, all types of shit. And I'm, but I'm in my feelings like, oh, I really cared about him. But then I'm like, bitch, you're trying to beat the fuck out of you. Like, why would you call him right yeah. now? So he could come beat you up? Like, yeah. why yeah. would I do that? Like, but yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's weird. Like, drinking and... This is yeah, why no. drugs and alcohol are bad. Yeah. <laughs> don't do drugs. But you know what? I will say with weed, no, I'm not like way. this. I'm only, I only, <laughs> I'm I only, like this. I only act like this with liquor. Interesting. Yeah. Like when I'm high, I don't, my phone, I don't even know where my phone yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not calling nobody. Hello, that's I'm watching, that is my drug. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching stand-up comedy, eating some chips, crying. I'm not on my phone calling nobody. I am not. That's, that's literally why I don't drink. Like, I like you. that. I, I know it's bad decision juice. I just, just, it's bad every single time. Time that yeah. and and now and truthfully once again I've I'm now five years into no men so yeah. and fucking shout out to you yeah, yeah I mean you know it was by the grace of God Amen <laughs> Hallelujah <laughs> like, because it it literally just happened like if I didn't meet my fiance please I would still be doing some second st- on dick like <laughs> being period. a dumb bitch <laughs> but um I just. I can't even... I think we talked about this before, too. Like, I literally... When I sit back and think of my experiences with men, you know, you have those those few, very few, few highlights, you know? And I'll keep those up in the highlight reel. Yeah. And they'll stay there. And they there. give me highlights. It's good. It's fun to have highlights. And that's nice. But no, no, mm-hmm. no, no, I've never no. had a, health, a healthier relationship with a man, so I have no highlights. And period. With in, end man. of the story. And there it is. <laughs> even I, with the fun pieces, even the overall the umbrella is, is trash. Toxic. Is garbage. Yes. And, you know, I had a conversation with a man recently and, you know, his thing was like, he doesn't like podcasts or shows or anything where they're all one specific group of people, not just all women, but like all men, all black men, all white. Like he says he doesn't like that because it, it's biased, right? But he's like, I can't judge that because it's your experiences. Like, you are, women act how they act because men act, I mean, towards men because men act how they, like, that's what they've experienced. And they're like, but it's vice versa also. They're like, we are who we are because of, you know, how you all act or, you know, we treat you how you treat you because it still happens and we're still allowed to. It's still okay, you know? And it's like... He sounds like an abuser. (laughs) That sounds like an abuser. (laughs) Very much sounds like a fucking abuser. Because what... I don't know. It sounded like... What the fuck does that mean? Right. Because I'm confused. We're still allowed. Men men act how they act because of how... What have women done? You are not allowed. You just cross the boundaries and do what you want to fucking do. You know, and... And I don't don't want to take accountability away from women because there are trash women. Yes. But... Right. And I think that's more so what the... Of where he was going with. I don't think he was being like 
like that at all. So, like, so it's a red flag. So just chop yeah, it up as I one have, red flag. I have nothing to do with him in this. <laughs> okay. this is, I have nothing to do with him in this light. And I, but I've known him a while, and I don't think he means any anything like that. I just think it's really more of like an accountability I mean, thing. I, I can see how he could say like it's biased because like. For example, like, I feel like majority of the time, all of us here agree on everything. But can you imagine if we had, like, a man here trying to, like, explain our experiences? We should actually maybe just get a sub to just sit here and And let us trash talk and you can't say shit. (laughs) I feel like if we were to have a man on here and we're talking about the things that we talk about, He's ne- they're never going to agree no, and they're never and going gonna, to actually own up to the, the reality why, of situations. Which is why we don't exactly. engage with men. It will, it will literally be an hour-long just Debate. arguing back and forth. Correct. And I don't like, we, do we really have the time to sit here and no. teach yeah. men because I'm the telling shit you, that we've already, that has already been explained me. for yes. how long? Like, yeah, no. we don't have the time it to do that It literally happened to me with this guy. And we, they the, 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 that's literally the only part of the conversation that I like took out of it because I, I just had to. Who has I the just labor? blacked out. Who has I the literally capacity? blacked out. Because it I makes you angry talk. too. Because it's like I would. Wa- I would want to fight you after. Yes. Because it's like, why the fuck are you not understanding what I'm explaining? No, to I you? couldn't Correct. even. Do- I literally just had to stop. I just stopped engaging completely yeah. because I th- there was nothing. And then they feel like they won because you stopped engaging. Of Bitch, course. you didn't win shit. You're just At not all. smart enough to have this conversation. I, I can't. And do that it. makes you feel like shit too. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh. so see, this is why. This is why the. Int- no. No. It's a, it's a no for me. Yeah. Because overall, it is a fucking nightmare. Because I know you guys used to have men on here. Like, yeah. when you guys first we did. started doing this, yeah. like, you guys used to have men. Yeah. And you want to know why we stopped? Because that because shit Because they happen. were fucking trash. Every Literally, time. who was the rapper, dude? Um, He's like a Florida kind of... He, he had one song. Um, He's dark skin. Um, I don't remember. We had, it was like a buildup. It was like a combination of the entire crew and me always getting into arguments. Right. And then we had a guest on the show who was a a South Florida-like rapper dude. And we started like debating on the pod. And then I was like- Legacy? Maybe him, yeah. Maybe. Is he dark-skinned with low cut? I think so. Yeah, he had like one fire song that would be played at the pool party. No. No. That's not him. I don't remember his name. No, Legacy's a singer. Yes. So not him. No, it's a rapper. Trace. Trace. Yes. Trace. Yes. Him. Yes. We had he him on the show. obsessed with you, too. He was obsessed. So there was also that context. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So there was that. But we, we had him on the pod, and we got into, like, an mm-hmm, argument mm-hmm. on the show. And mm-hmm. that, for me, was, like, the chopping point. I was like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Right, way. because what the fuck? It's a fucking nightmare. You're truthfully. a guest number one. So Hello? You're, not, you're not about to be up here talking to me like, you know what the fuck you're talking about. You are a guest. And I just want to say that that particular group of men and like that entire environment, they're really good at arguing you down on points that A, you did not make and B, at like ganging up on you. Yeah. So like, I, and this is actually an example that I use when I, I made a video recently for my Patreon, actually it wasn't recently, it was a while ago, about the straw man fallacy, which is like a debate technique people use to manipulate you. And I use a specific example that actually happened with the 2K like crew. Mm-hmm. And it was, we were talking about, I think, chivalry. And I was saying something like, chivalry needs to be dead because it is, the, the foundation of chivalry is that women are inferior. Right. And that's why men need to come in and save them. Even though it sometimes looks like men doing nice things, chivalry is not 
altruism. It's not like right. genuinely doing nice for the sake of being good. It is, I'm going to do good so I can fuck you. Right. Or I'm going to do good because you can't do it yourself. Right. And so that's what I was trying to explain to the group. And one of them said something like, they said something like, so are you trying to say that women are stronger than men? So you're not going to be able to lift things on your own. And it's like, where? I never made that argument. Now, but here's the thing. There I, are women who could lift more than you. Like, right. I, I'm not understanding. Yes, but the reality is, overall, men are stronger than women. Right. Cis men are stronger than cis women. Right. And so when, when he said that, then it puts you as the person de- right. like debating to be able to, to, to decide, is that true or not? And then the reality is, it, it is, is true. true right. And because it is true, he uh, now thinks he won he, the argument. Exactly. But that wasn't the argument that I was making. The mm-hmm. argument why I was, was, was making was not, are cis men stronger than cis women? The argument was, chivalry and the foundation of misogyny is no longer needed. Right. And so then it got into a place where he was like, well, men are stronger than women. So da, 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 da. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, but that's not the point. And then I'm caught up because I'm arguing a point I didn't make. So... They're really, they were really good at yeah. that. And that shit is fucking exhausting. It's annoying. It is it's fucking exhausting. They do make a lot of arguments that you, like, they do say shit that you never say. Yeah. You'll just yeah. be sitting there like, where did you come, like, how did you even process and when what you're, you just said when right now? When you're in it with that person, you're, you struggle to, like, navigate that conversation and you end up Because there's no cornered. real way to, like, right. there's, of course there's not. no way to get out of it of once not. you're, like, you're, you're, you're you're dug in the hole and you're there. Right. And also, if you're not like aware that that is a tactic, it's harder even to spot because when right. you're talking, you're just like genuinely listening because mm-hmm. you're trying to do your due diligence. Right. And then it's like, wait, but I, huh? And then, so now that I know the tactic, I it's easier for me to navigate because in that moment, I would have gone back and said, that's not the point that I made. The point that I made is blah, 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 blah. And then if you would have said, well, manage, that's not the point that I made. You got to right. repeat. Right. Oh, That's not if point. you're not willing to argue the point that I'm trying to make, then we can start the conversation because the point you're trying to make is actually not one that I mentioned. Exactly. Right. If you want to have a separate argument about that, we can. This is not the time. Right. But, but you I didn't know that. Yeah. Then. It's so easy to get in the circle. Of and course. Just be like, but no, but it's, it's so good, easy yes. just to get into that into that trap if you don't know what you're looking for. And to me, that's how conversations with men go. Every in time, general. Anytime you discuss anything like this, that's how it goes every single yeah. time. And they're just like master they, gaslighters. They they <laughs> don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but they're so fucking confident yep. in whatever the fuck they're saying. It's so annoying yep. to me. It's yeah. like, that's why I I do not talk about shit with men that's like important. Like politics. Or, or, I, do, yep. I, do, I keep that shit surface. That's yes. it. <laughs> I do not talk to men about anything deep, anything that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. that requires actual, like, bitch, we read this book. Like, exactly. no. Exactly. What? Yeah. Absolutely no. fucking not. Yeah. You, they don't hell, read. Hell no. I asked someone, Research. like, <laughs> if you could be in a relationship with someone who had different beliefs no. than you. And I say no, but then ultimately, bitch, all the men I fucked with yeah, had no, completely so different if I were to end up with a man, we're not going to have the same beliefs. <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I really truly feel like being with a man means that you are going against your best interest. It, it, <laughs> like, it there's is going no way. your best interest. There's no way. Because even if there's, because you know, I think a lot about like women who are like, well, my man is like really passive and really gentle. And I'm like, cool. That doesn't he's mean he doesn't probably have these still thoughts. a fucking benevolent misogynist. Right. So he still has like these underlying things that are problematic as fuck mm-hmm. or whatever else. And I've like worked with couples where that 
kind of dynamic exists where it's like, he's not a flat out, like, uh, womanizer and he's not beating you. But like the beliefs that he carries still shows up in the relationship and why you're having issues, even though he is really, he truly is soft and gentle and fucking passive or whatever, but he still has misogynistic viewpoints, which this is why we're here. And they're like, oh, but he's so, and I'm like, and then they try to say the same thing, the man. Well, I'm, I would never, I, that doesn't fucking matter. So you just have to pick your, the best brand of trash. (laughs) If you're going that route. If you are going that route. Make sure it's all glitter. No but you want the extra, extra large. Yes. <laughs> the one with the drawstring. Yeah. Which one do you want? But when you yes. open that bitch up, it's still stank. And it's still <laughs> trash. <laughs> and just, so, no, it is non. It is, it is a non. It, it's, people actually, I feel like one of the questions that we did get was around like expanding on the process of divesting from men. And again, I feel like this is something we've talked about a lot. And it is also something that like cis women, cis head women specifically, like really are struggling with because they're trying to figure out where do we go from here? Like, what do we do? So I don't know if y'all have any like specific. I mean, I'm not divested from them, so I don't want to because I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I, don't oh, I fuck have. With, no, I'm still fucking with yes. men. Like, so so maybe your perspective is. What is the takeaway there from... Girl, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out at this point. I don't know what the... T- I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just... I don't know. I just like... Honestly, like, I just like fucking them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't Fair know. I, I don't know. I think that... I don't know the answer. <laughs> I really don't know the answer either because, yes, I feel like I have been kind of successful in that. Definitely. But um, it it's literally by accident. Like, it was right. literally by accident. There was no... It wasn't intentional. like an intentional thing. Right. Like, I'm going I'm to stop fucking with men, right. period. Yeah. But I have reflected and, wow, how great... How great is your life? <laughs> yeah. Now how that you don't. Things have gone, trash. and especially... Even at... So, Especially since I also quit my job. Like, I literally... Yeah. I literally get to choose who I get to be around. Correct. And it's... Yeah. It's great. And, like, the only contact I really have with men is they're paying me to have contact with me. So, I'll be... I'm an actress. It's a whole different context. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm working at this point. So, like, that's cool. I have no... Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that you, who have intentionally... (laughs) Also, it was intentional and accidental it with the both. pandemic. Yeah. yeah, that. So, tell us, Madame. Um, <laughs> I feel like the intentional piece of it was just limiting, limiting, limiting my engagement with men and setting boundaries when I do engage with men. So, essentially, the majority of my interactions with men pre-pandemic were were, were was work. And so I was able to set very clear boundaries when I was engaging with men. And I leaned towards my entire like full service career being more mean than nice. So that was how I controlled and set boundaries and shit. So I'm like, yeah, we're not going to actually have a long ass DM conversation before you pay me. Or I'm not going to give you my number unless you have sent a deposit. Or this is my rate and you're not going to argue it and whatever. So like having really clear boundaries with clients, I feel like I had, and we've talked about this before, I had a harder time in my personal life, but I still did practice boundary setting. 
So that didn't mean that I didn't engage with men. It just meant that I was practicing setting boundaries. Because I feel like, honestly, a big thing is we are socialized to have no fucking boundaries and just do whatever and be available whenever. So even, I think, starting to learn how to set boundaries with men is a really good step. Because then that means that you're doing the things or moving towards doing things from your perspective, censoring you, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then… I got into a relationship where I actually was very intentionally practicing all of these things, even though I was dating a man. So it feels like it's like counterproductive. But I was very clear about like, if we're dating, you're going to show up with this amount of emotional labor. If we're dating, you're going to be paying for these things. Mm -hmm. If you're not, I'm going to hold you to the fucking task. And ultimately, he didn't do the things. So we broke up. Like, that's how I practice it while actively like dating someone for free. Mm And then the pandemic happened. So, and I stopped doing full service sex work. Those two things combined meant my interactions with men altogether is nearly fucking gone. Right. And yeah. So now, and now I'm also like too traumatized to even have any interest in men. So it's like, I feel like a good mixture of multiple different things that have led me to the point where I'm like, I literally, I like to, I like to fantasize. Yeah. I like to, nostalgia. I like to... It's a fun to daydream. Mm-hmm. It's fun to crush. Yeah. But an actual... No. Mm-hmm. I don't even... No. I'm yeah. not... No. No. And I'm not... I don't even want penis inside of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. I don't even... I'm Again, I might do a little, like, nostalgia, like, oh, my God. But even that, like, there's not even... Like you just said, there's not a lot of, like, penis inside me stories where I'm like, that was so yeah amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's fun to pretend, but in in real, literal, I actually genuinely have zero interest yeah. at all anymore. I feel it's that. A, it was a great collective storm of things that have that gotten me to this point. Yeah. I feel that wholeheartedly. <laughs> like- and... I think also, like you said, with time away from men, you really get the clarity. Yeah. Like, once you actually have done, like, a good solid year, you're like, damn, bitch, how much more energy I have to just invest in myself, energy Mm -hmm. I have to invest in my friendships, energy I have to invest in my professional life. Wow. I'm not stressed out. My whatever. Like, then you're like, this is the benefits. Yeah. This is where I'm really noticing. Yeah. And and we've also talked about this before. Like, I think that in that boundary setting, I think that that is how the only way you can deal with men is If you're going like, to keep fucking them. Yeah, if you're going to keep fucking them is like, this is it. Or like, you yeah. know, you can't have any high expectations. You can't have any, yep. you know, like you this can, is Because you're going to get disappointed every time. Every yep. single time. Every <laughs> it time. never fails. Yep. Like, I literally cannot think of, like in the five years now that I've been away from men and my friends have are continuously dealing with men. I can't think of any no. that are having a good, successful, no. you know, fulfilling, no. full like. No. And you think you you'll be having one, yeah. bitch? Because I thought I thought in my last relationship, I was like, this is a good one. Nope. Let me tell you, I thought I thought I had a good one. I sort of got. I I'm a little heartbroken right now, you guys. So excuse me. <laughs> I was dealing with this dude for like. A month. And when I tell you I was with him like every single day, like every single day I was with him, we were hanging out and not just like, you know, a sneaky link, like yeah. fucking no, like we were outside going to dinner. He was taking me out. 
We're at the clubs together. The fun guy that you were just saying, that was him. We yeah. were doing drugs together, drinking. So it was like everything. Yeah. Sex was bomb. So yeah. everything, everything was good. Literally, like, before I came here, I call his phone at, like, midnight. And a girl answers. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And she's like, I'm his girlfriend. We've been together for four years. <gasps> Mind you, I've been Ugh. with him every single day. I, and not like— For a month. I'm not like— Like, the past week, I was with him from Sunday to Sunday. And I'm not, like, saying, like, just hanging out. No, I'm sleeping <gasps> over his house, staying there till, like, 2 or 3 in the afternoon, going <laughs> home, getting dressed, going back outside with him. Yeah. So I'm like, when the fuck did he have time to have a girlfriend? Because— because niggas is trash. How what do they the do that fuck? shit? Trash. How do they do that How shit? How did I not so know? Smooth? Trash. How long do Master you think... Master manipulators. How long do you think... Like, Because I always Master be like, I wonder how it would be to be a man... You know, people say for a date. No, I need... I need a solid... I want to learn how to cheat like that. <laughs> I need a solid <laughs> because year. That, what? How is that possible? I watched I something... was bamboozled. Yeah, that is a bamboozle. <laughs> that... That's what? wild. I was. Are you still talking to him? No. <laughs> like he, he. T- I texted him and I was like, because I asked him more than once. I'm like, are you in a relationship? Are you yeah. in a relationship? He said, no, I'm not. I know I'm not. Yeah, no, and, I'm not. And ask, asking no, men to I'm be not. honest. Right. Good exactly. luck with that. And like he texted me like it could all be so the day simple. after and he right. was like, I don't want to be done with you or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, sir, I don't like, it's never, I'm never going to Girlfriend trust you. Girlfriend of four years. I'm never going to trust you. Like, I'm never going to talk to you again. I'm never going to take you seriously. Yeah, you can't like. Because if you hit her that good, like you're going to continue to hide her. Because like, what do are you, we doing now? Is she, like, is she really going to leave? Because like when we were on the phone, I was drunk. So I was like, girlfriend of four years. I'm like, I've been with him every single day. Like we've been, like, I'm like, you're in his bed. I was squirting right there. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, mm, well, I'm done with his shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this shit no more. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. You can have him. And she hung up the phone. So it's not her first time dealing with this. So yeah, you, do she you, knows. is she really gonna leave? No. Just FYI, serial cheating is abuse. Like she's That's not, yeah. she's not gonna leave. She's been with you for four years. She's already dealt with all of this. She, she said it when she was on the phone with me. Yeah. So she's not gonna leave you. No. And you already hit her. Yeah. You're gonna keep hiding her. Like. Yeah. Sorry for that woman, and sorry for you. And yeah. see the common denominator there. It's the him. man. Men. <laughs> it's him. Men. It's a, it's a lose lose. When is it a win win? I'm trying to figure it out. It is a lose. I'm almost 30. Fucking lose. Every single man that I've dealt with has cheated. Lose, lose. I'm not understanding. It's it's a lose, lose. <laughs> right. And then they get mad at us when we go into it and we're like, yeah, niggas are trash. Like, but like, prove me wrong. Like, tell me. Show me different. Show, show me, different. me different. Well, all, not all men. Sh- the all men, men the I men, dealt the with men are doing every so you, single You're man. telling me in my whole lifetime, my entire time that I've been dating men, I've always picked the wrong man. Yeah. Every single they, one they of these men They want that to be the wrong. argument, but logically. All of they them. They really do want that to be the argument. All of so. them are, are bad. All of them were the wrong man. And the whole point is, and see, this goes back to like debate techniques, is if that is your argument, the point is, so you're telling me that there are so many trash men that I could have gone 30 years and had that many exactly. trash men. So what is your response to that, sir? Because you're saying not all men, but let's look at, like, if this were a scientific fucking experiment That's what I'm and saying. we had data here. Survey says. Exactly, bitch. <laughs> you're all cheating. What the fuck? So, like, if, here is the fucking, the, the, like, this is the data. 
Like when you ask no if if we put a group of women in this room and ask them, what man have Fuck you dated? Yeah. That oh my has god! Not, what man have you dated? What man? And it's gonna be no one is going ninety nine point nine percent, and that's that's just a fact. That's and let's broaden fact. it. Let's broaden it outside of romantic relationships. Fathers, fathers, uncles, yes. bosses, bitch. Like it's if cousins. we, they don't have really an argument to stand on, but they are convincing. They are master manipulators and something, gaslighters. Something's they wrong will, with you. You got to look inside of you and yeah. see why you keep attracting and so, these trash men. I'm not doing shit society, wrong, sir. You know, we're going to give an air quote to society, but they don't help because it's worldwide. Oh, yeah. It's not like this. It's not <laughs> just Florida. It's not just Chicago. This is a global. It's not just the U.S. <laughs> it's worldwide. Like, literally. It's a global literally, situation follow a book or a few books, right? Like, all the different books that say these things, like, this, the man, man is the is provider. This, and they... And the head of household. Woman is the rib. Around <laughs> the world. And it's, we're supposed to just... Yeah, no. Just thrive. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> this is why one of the things that I talked to my therapist about, and I'm, like, shout out to my therapist because she's so, like, accepting of, like, my very strong beliefs <laughs> because I say to her all the time, like, if men were a disease, not people, which I think they are a disease and not people. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> I love the camera look. <laughs> like, I need you to know. Just so y'all know. FYI. <laughs> but if they were a disease or a virus, there would not be groups of people saying like, well, not, not, not all. oh, just a, or, well, we need to make an, ex- or we have to learn how to, or yes. it's you. No, it would be like, we need to tackle and find <laughs> where the antidote. We need to figure out how to eradicate this, this disease. Yes. We're stronger together. Right. <laughs> it would, exactly. It would not be a, like, let's make room for this. It yeah. would be, like, literally, there's actually, speaking of TikTok again, bitch, <laughs> there is literally TikTok that says, that's like, it starts with, like, all of these different statistics and then at the end it's like and these are all things that men have done and it's like 90% of the I don't I don't okay don't quote me but it's like 90% of the rapes done by men yeah 90% of the murders done by men 90% of the blah, right. blah, blah, done by men and it's like they are the problem. if that was a disease we would not be making room for that we would be like actively trying to get rid of that mm-hmm. so with that said I believe that that is an absolutely okay perspective to take as a person, which is I'm trying to eradicate and avoid, like the fucking plague, men. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how much fucking harm and damage they statistically, historically, culturally do. And that's not like some made up shit. That's literally, these are facts. Like, again, if we were to make a fucking fact sheet, Mm-hmm. Just a one-page fact sheet. Here's the, and I gave it to you with no context. You'd be mm-hmm. like, no, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I'd want to mm-hmm. avoid that. Let's, how do we get rid of it? It would not, period. Yeah. Yeah. Men are a fucking disease. Oh. <laughs> you know. Period. Let's get into this just the tip. <laughs> let, me, let me write down men are a disease <laughs> for the title here. Because. At this point. <laughs> period. Okay. Our just the tip question of the day. How can I approach sex workers for interviews without coming off as exploiting their experiences? And the context is this is a non-sex worker who's doing a dissertation about sex work. (sighs) I feel like I get um, asked a lot to do like interviews or give quotes or like talk about my experience as a sex worker 
two people who are non-sex workers. And I, in the last year, maybe a couple of years, but intentionally for the last year, have like mostly uh, said no to those kind of things. Because I don't know that I agree. I don't know that I agree with non-sex workers Mm -hmm. doing like research and shit on sex work if they're, I don't know. Like, if you're a low-key sex worker and you don't want to tell me, that's one thing. And then mm-hmm. we have to figure out, like, how to make that make sense. But if you are literally just a fucking civilian person doing, re- even if it's, like, positive research, I don't know. I feel, because it's just, like, a white person doing, let me talk to you about your black experience. I'm researching this mm-hmm. black issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, it makes me feel icky. Yeah, it's like a... You can be aware, like you can do the research, like please do the research. But like, I don't think you should be the one asking me any questions because the same thing, like I said, with black people, it's not my job to teach you. Like, it, I, I'm not also that. Like, like, you don't speak for the entire black experience. Right. So I don't speak everyone, for the entire sex work experience. So it's like it's not my job. So like, you know, do the research, learn so that you can be, you know, and that's with anything. And I, I, that's something that I struggle with, you know, but like, doing the research so that you can be respectful in any kind of way. Because, like, not to say that even asking the question, like, how can I be respectful? Because, like, you know what I mean? But just so that you don't do the... You know what I mean? I don't See, know. See, my like, thing is uh, don't do the research. That's, what I'm, that's my thing, And also, honestly. I'm just confused on what... Much, like, what... What more research? Because I feel like people keep doing the same type of studies and the same... Like, they're asking the same type of questions. Right. And it's like... Yes, this this information right. is already out there. Like, yeah. why do you want to continue to? I don't have the context for what this particular person is going to be doing their dissertation on, um, so I can't speak to that. But I do agree that, and this is part of why non-sex workers should not be doing sex uh, research on sex workers because it ends up being like HIV and sex work, right, or like right, drug right. use and sex work, or like trafficking do you and exploitation. Feel empowered? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. like conversations that. and shit that sex workers are not actually even having. Like it's not a fucking, yeah. I don't know, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I guess that's really true when I think about it like a, a regular job. Like if I don't want to be a fucking doctor, I'm not asking. You're not exploited. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not researching how to be a fucking doctor Correct. because I don't right. give a fuck about like, being exactly. a fucking doctor. So exactly. like, that's like, like it is, it's it is not my industry. In nature. Yeah. Even though that's, that's so the perspective is like, oh, we're doing so it's a good like, thing. Oh, it's yeah. So interest- like, yeah, no. That's so right. true. So this is why my thing is, no, don't do the I research. Get that. I hear And that. my thing more specifically is if you have a question that you would like to ask and do research on, hire sex workers to do the work because and pay them. Right. Because then they will be able to call you on your shit and say, well, all ho folk are not kin folk. So maybe that's not always true because some sex workers have terrible politics. But at least if you're getting sex workers, they're going to have the lived experience of being a sex worker right. as opposed, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, that's my thing is like, if you are a non-sex worker, I don't really, I don't really want you to do research right. on sex work. Because are you, I mean, not, and not like with sex work. So I guess I'm just, I'm just equating it to like the black and white yes. thing. It's like, because are you helping? Are you, right. what is like, the goal? what is the point of the research? Because like you and said. And who is this for? Right. Because like you said, the the information is out there. Like, so there's no, like, so what, what is your goal? What, right. what are you going to do to and the thing Enhance. is, the research that is out there on sex work, for the most part, is really shitty. Yeah. It is things like HIV, drug use, trafficking. So, but then is that, uh, is that sex worker's responsibility yes. then to... Yes. So, what that means is there is this, like, niche gap in what kind of research needs to be done 
to really reflect like sex workers' experiences or kind of different topics that we want to talk about. But the point is, we need people to pay us to do it. Like people need to say, I'm interested in this demographic. I'm going to elevate them to do it in a way so that it's Mm -hmm. done by them. Yeah, That's really what needs to be happening. I had somebody hit me up who is um, writing a book about sex work and they are not a sex worker. Mm. Um, They are a queer black man from my uh, knowledge. And I have a call with them because one of the things I'm wanting to ask is all of these questions. What is the book about? What is, who is the book for? What is the goal of the book? Who is going to be featured? Like, what the fuck is happening in this book? Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, what the fuck? What are, so, yeah, like, mm-hmm. what is the... Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> what are what, we doing here? What the fuck? Yeah. And anytime that I have ever done any kind of, like, interviews or whatever the fuck, I always demand payment. And if people are like, oh, well, we don't... I don't give a fuck if your school is like, I only have $100 or $50. I'm not doing it. Right. I don't give a fuck if you're like, I'm a poor college student. I don't... I'm not, I'm not doing, doing it. it. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. Because you're not helping. Like, Correct. If you're, what like, the fuck are not, you? Yeah, you're, you're just, not. You're exploiting. Correct. Yeah. And it's not even like I ne- like necessarily need the money. It's just more so of like, you have it's to the have principle. the principle. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, period. Period. That's true. I love talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, it just always comes full circle. You know, it's like, this is why, you know, if you want to learn about Sex workers, you need to have you need to have some sex worker friends. And you need is, to you need to be around them and learn from experience. Yes, just from being around and then have respect. Like, exactly. So, um, with Zep Wellness Center, which is my nonprofit, one of the things that we're doing is um, me and other sex worker slash therapists, so people who um, occupy both identities, we're creating a certification program for therapists and clinicians to learn how to treat sex workers. Mm-hmm. And it'll be organized by sex workers, mm-hmm. also clinicians. Um, and one of the things that we talk about in there is that you cannot actually, you can't say that you are competent to treat sex workers if you are not in community with sex yeah. workers, meaning they're not your friends, family, et cetera. So mm-hmm. if it's, and it's just like black folks, it's just like queer and trans folks. Right. If you're like, oh, I'm queer and trans friendly, but all of your friends are fucking cis straight people. Right. You can't fucking treat queer and trans people because you don't fucking know us. Like, you have to actually literally be in community with us. So Mm -hmm. literally exactly that. Like, if you are not in community with sex workers, you are not actually doing the work in any fucking capacity. Yeah. You're pretending. Yeah. Because you learn about people just by being around them. Exactly. And learn about their needs and experiences. There's no questions have to be asked, really. Exactly. You you learn about Correct. And also, okay, so let's maybe think of something else. Because there's also this point that people who are not sex workers do this thing where it is either one or the other. It is either super glamorized. They see it as like, oh, these girls make so much money. It's like they're making hundreds of dollars. And they're only interviewing the girls who are making so right. much Correct. money and so all it's that like, shit. Oh, it's so boom, boom, boom. Whether it's full service and then like the, uh, the, the fly me to you escorts, whether it's like the strippers who are making hella bread no, or only the OnlyFans only girls who are making hella money. So it's this. Right. Or it is you're trafficked. You're exploited. Your work is rape. You are yeah. underage. You are. It's like there is no in between. It's either trauma or romanticization. Right. There is like no in between. So literally the only way that you're able as a non-sex worker to start getting like the nuanced perspectives of sex workers is to start talking and being Mm -hmm. friends with them so you can understand sometimes it is a little bit of this and sometimes it is a little bit of this. And sometimes it's neither of those things Mm -hmm. and it's something totally different. And if you are just reading books and fucking research, you're not going to get that because the research is literally always either this 
or that. And most likely it is the trafficking, exploitation, yeah. fucking rape side of it. Yeah. And we can circle this all back to men and our experiences with men. You see, we've been in community with, <laughs> in proximity to, and we've experienced, mm-hmm. and ain't none of it's good. So my facts Correct. state <laughs> exactly. that I, I can't. I can't do it. Exactly. So because I know I've, I've been in the trenches for real. Exactly. <laughs> like, Correct. period. And I even get like, I get, I don't know if upset is the word, but I feel like mm, when... Again, with TikTok, there are sex workers on TikTok who talk about being sex workers. And there are two accounts specifically. There's one, you know, you can't say porn on TikTok, so they call themselves corn Corn. actresses. Yeah. (laughs) So there's one girl, and she just talks about, like, different experiences as a porn star. And first of all, and this is, like, maybe this feels unfair to say, but I'm like, bitch, I don't know. Who are you? Like, i never seen you before. Right. She's also white, but... So I'm just like, I don't know. And sometimes when she talks about shit, I'm just like... Why are you talking about this? Like, like, she was talking about, like, it's like porn secrets and, like, you know, shit about, like, filming on your period or um, lube. You know how, like, why are pussies immediately wet on porn? She's like, oh, well, you put lube in your pussy before. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, why are you telling this information to right, 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 all right. of TikTok? So then there's that. And then there's this other account where it's an older lady. She has to be, like, 50 or 60. And she talks about how she was a full-service sex worker for many, many years and how much she regretted it, how much trauma she has from it, how much she felt exploited. And the thing is, for both of those people, for both of those women, I validate and affirm their experiences. And I'm just like, you can't... I hate the word should, but it's like, I wish that you did not give that information to this group and followers of non-sex workers who have no other context besides, and they're hearing this. So like the people who follow the girl who talks, the woman who talks about being traumatized, they're affirmed. Being affirmed, like this shit is wrong. Exactly. In the comments, they're like, see, everyone always talks about how you just make money and so fun, but you're really giving us the truth about it. Mm-hmm. So then they see it as everybody's fucking traumatized and whatever. And again, I affirm her experience because sometimes shit is traumatizing yeah. and sometimes you are exploited. But like, that's not the fucking soul experience. Mm-hmm. And then the other person, it's just more like entertain- entertainment. So people are in the comments like, oh, this is so blah, blah, blah. And it still, it still feels weird. Yeah. And so there's also just this thing where it's like, because the general public doesn't really know about sex work. I typically prefer to have sex work conversations with Within, sex workers. Yeah. Yeah. And the things that we like talk about even on the podcast are things I'm cool with sharing, but there are things that I really wouldn't say on here right. that I would say to y'all mm-hmm. when the cameras are off right, right, because right. we would fucking get it. You right, know? So right. there's also just like, I don't know. It's it's just like a hard Yeah, thing. it all has to exist. Like, which is really what it is. Like, it all just, just has to exist because like you said, it doesn't like it doesn't discredit what those what they're saying, you right. know, and that that may, may be a 100% truthful, you know, thing that has happened to them. And they also, unfortunately, found a way to make money off, you know what I mean? To yeah. profit right. off of it to, you know, do that. But they are also sharing their experiences. Yeah. So it's like, it just, it just... I just wish I that they could, like, make it say, just sex workers. And I don't know how y'all feel about this. I do agree that I wish that we would keep these conversations, like, in our community. But one thing that I do notice a lot is, like, when someone does come forward who has done sex work, and they come forward and say, and, like, they they quit, and they come forward and they say, hey, like, it was actually very shitty. I did not enjoy it, but I did it. It is what it is. I see, so I always see, like, a lot of sex workers, like, gain up on them. 
I don't yeah. know if y'all noticed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've noticed. And I and I always like think it's weird because they'll be like, but you made all this money and right. you profited and you made you got famous and you yeah. did this. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't mean that she wasn't having a shitty experience while right. doing what she did. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's something I noticed about sex workers, like when shit like that happens. Yeah. I, I feel like that is in the same vein as what we're talking about. And in this case, it is just instead of being reflected on civilians, it's reflected on sex workers. So sex workers feel this because we don't want because we don't the want narrative the public, was already out exactly. there that sex yeah. workers trash. So we feel we this don't, we, protection, defend it, yeah, defense. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like this um, I don't want people to think, right? So it's, and I think it's unconscious, I think mostly. I don't think that people are like saying to themselves, I don't want people to, I think they're just like, it's a, a knee jerk reaction yeah. kind of a thing. But I think it's the exact same thing. They're like, there is not enough representation of sex workers in the general public, whatever. So hearing this experience, even though, yes, I think it's valid, people are going to think that this is the only experience. And, and it does blow up. Anytime someone says, of course, because people want to agree work, with that. They, it blows up. Yeah. yeah. Every time. But you know, I think about like, any job, right? Like, you really don't know anybody. I can't think about anybody who talks about <laughs> their job too much and be like, I fucking loved it. This was of the not. best thing that I ever did. You know what I'm saying? But it's just... When you're the, sucking dick for money, it adds a different it's context. It's so different. And it's like, that is the part that needs to change. Yes. Like that. And I don't know how the fuck to change the perspective because like you said, uh, you know... The, the experiences are out there. There are women who are people who experience these things, so they want to share their story to make you aware yes. that this side does exist. Yes. But this other side also does exist. And it, I don't know how to find the how common ground. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, um, I think to circle back to what we said earlier, which is we're never going to get free. I think yeah. that's part yeah. of it is like... It's w- never going to happen. Not, yeah. yeah. Not we would have to literally change people's idea on so many on women on sex on what capitalism on immigration. The thing is, the one thing that I do suggest to people if they're trying to get a better, nuanced overall understanding of sex work or people within the sex industry is reading revolting prostitutes. The thing is, nobody wants to fucking read. So again, circling back to we're never going to get free. Mm -hmm. But revolting prostitutes is such a good fucking book because it covers literally all of the angles and it's written by sex workers which is of course is important but the way that they write it it is not I don't know it's like they if you are a non-sex worker you can read it and still be like oh right Right, right. because they talk a lot about like capitalism and immigration and how like People who are brought, people who are trying to immigrate from other countries are ending up in the sex industry Mm -hmm. by circumstance or coercion and how people have this and how it has to do with borders. And you're not even thinking, when you think of sex work, you don't think of borders and immigration, immigration. but that's a huge fucking part of it. Like labor trafficking becomes sex trafficking Mm -hmm. in this way, you know, whatever. And then it talks about decrim versus legalization and like the Nordic model and how all of these different fucking things. And it gives just such a great basic overview for people who have like really no politics or principles, it gets to the shit. Right. So that's the only thing that I feel like I'm like, read this book. But yeah. otherwise... Also, this other book that I read, I think it's called Pros- Trafficking and Prostitution Reconsidered. It also talks a lot about like the immigration side of it. Yeah. And it mostly focuses on like third world, with mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like it does not base like in the US or anything like that, which I think is very important because their yeah. experiences are way different yep. than ours. Because immigration is such a big factor over there when it comes to like prostitution and shit yeah. like that. 
it's it's a really really good book. And culturally, it's different. We yeah. just um so for Zep, we do like a political education thing every month where we read or watch something that is like going to inspire us to have conversation. And one of the things that we watched recently was about in India there is a population of women who become prostitutes to like worship a specific god mm-hmm. and it 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 more so ends up being child like children engaging in sex work stuff and it is very exploitative and there is a class system there so there's all of these different kind of factors and one of the things is if you are a westerner looking at that your immediate thing is like it's children it's, children. it's this it's yes. that it's bad yes. and the thing is we could maybe have a conversation around whether or not it's okay or not but the reality is these are the cards that this group of people was dealt. Right. And in the fucking documentary, they show that these people are trying to make the best of the situation at hand. And that is the best they can do. Right. We actually cannot say, move away or yeah. whatever the fuck. They're doing the best. And they're sex workers who are living together and taking care of themselves, given the circumstance that they were brought into the situation when they were children. Like, yes, there is pieces of it that make you feel uncomfy. And again, from, like you said, mm-hmm moving things outside of just the U.S. as this different context of like, these are different situations that are happening. And different this is exactly... Different religions. Yes. Yeah. And this is exactly why you can't have the romanticized or trafficking yeah, yeah. only. So There's so much factors. fucking else. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't mean that the stuff doesn't exist, right? Like you have to unfortunately know where to look for it. Like you found that documentary that yeah. I and never, it wasn't even me or, who found it. It was somebody else. Right. <laughs> like I would have never known to look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To look for that or, you know what I'm saying? So it, Yeah. And the whole point is if you are a civilian person specifically in the U.S., specifically a cis person, specifically someone in higher education, mm-hmm. specifically someone who was probably white or mm-hmm. white passing or light skin or whatever. Like there are so many privileged kind of identities that you occupy that impact how you look at all of this. And if you are like Christian or even if you're not Christian, we're still all socialized to have like those same kind of Christian values mm-hmm. of like sex is yeah. special sacred. and yes, yeah, sacred something. and yeah. your body is a temple and like mm-hmm. it's unpacking all of these different things. So read Revolting Prostitutes. Read, what was the book? I think it's called Trafficking and Prostitution Reconsidered. Trafficking and Prostitution re- Reconsidered. And but worry also, about your damn self. Exactly. And, and also, self. we're never going to get free. <laughs> 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 and be in community with sex workers in the meantime. Yeah. Essentially. That's it. That's it. Period. Once again, the ending. Period. I need all my scammer niggas. Bring that cash out.